Man, that's become my if new you haven't noticed, everything is horrible. So if you want to retain <laughs> your sanity, you should quantitative analysis. That's about, your anthem, your summer 2020 <laughs> jam. It is about the guy with the hurt knee that you've been against. <laughs> Welcome to joining the ESBC Podcast Network and the greatest podcast of all times. You have every element for three-dimensional podcasts in a Joseph Campbell sort of way. However, the purpose of this podcast is to make me money, right? Because we're about authenticity. We're about your true, authentic self, where we're about truth and not having a filter and not having people taken advantage of. So we're not like these athletes who lie to you and say, oh, I want to be closer to my family. I want to be in alignment with the universe. Uh, I, I want to be there because of you. I'm here because of the people, not because you got $30 million more to be there. <laughs> we're not going to be that way. We're here in this podcast to make us money. However, we're not greedy, right? Uh, we believe in the theory of abundance and not scarcity. Uh, we believe in sharing information. So instead of not of how other people talk the talk and don't walk the walk, we walk the walk and we give you business and financial concepts in order to you to make money. Last week, we talked about arbitrage. Last Tuesday, I did the, the, the top 10 um, rules of betting where we use probability theory, where we use uh, fundamental analysis and technical analysis, all these business terms. So you make money, but on a deeper level, we're ending income inequality. We're ending financial illiteracy. And we're using sports betting as a vehicle. And then on top of it all, my wife's been a psychotherapist for 16 years. And we're not her, but we have mental health first aid kit. And we're going to put it on a podcast on the webpage. And Sarah's going to help us. Uh, it's going to be all the motivational podcasts we've had. Professional athletes. Best-selling authors, right? Giving you information, inspirational. Informational. So when you look around, you can help yourself and the people outside. You can look at warning signs so you can help yourself and the people around you, right? And someone who did that last week, uh, she was very generous with her time, with her heart, and she gave us an incredible inspirational podcast that we called A Million Women Would Kill for This Career. <laughs> and she's none other... And she's joined us as a podcast, as a co-equal owner, as a woman, female owner in sports, in business with us. We're very happy, fortunate, and good and blessed that we could have her with us. None other than the great Hollywood actress <laughs> and, and owner of the podcast with us, Sarah Lynn Robinson. How are you feeling, Sarah? Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for having me back again after well, you own it, so you're going to be on every week. <laughs> yes, yes, but uh, it, last week was kind of my my uh, inaugural episode, so who knows what could have what could have happened. 
in that, in that um, interview when you inspired we, so many women with your incredible story. I hope so. I hope that helps someone. That's all, all I can ask for. And while I was doing the interview and then listening to it, uh, we had to cut nothing. What came to mind is that you always win. You're, mm. you're a winner. We have Brianna winner with the greatest name of all time that she is going to be <laughs> that is on the podcast. Name. And this is another time you won. And that's <laughs> in Find My First Love. Manager is pleased. She's around. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And tell us a little bit about that show. Yeah, this was an interesting one. Um, this was uh, a while ago. I was much younger. You won that audition, they, man. It gets all these girls to try to be on there. You won this and you got to go all over the world. I guess you could say that. I did go all over the world. Um, it was a really incredible travel opportunity. Um, basically this show, uh, it was a really fun premise. They reconnect people with, um, someone, someone with whom they've, they've, uh, lost touch with from their past. Um, so they had, uh, they had like one of the first episodes was, um, was like college sweethearts. And, uh, she actually, I think this was the first episode. She actually wound up moving to, uh, to France to be with him. Um, so some really good things came out of it. Um. But uh, yeah, it was really fun. So this was, they reconnected me with a bartender, an Australian bartender uh, that I dated uh, fresh out of college. So I was 21 um, and we lost touch and I couldn't find him on, on Facebook or Instagram or anything. And um, we went around the world and, and tracked him down. It was quite a wild ride. A lot of tears. No, it's just it's him. That, oh, that is him. Yeah. Spoiling the episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay, you don't know what happens at the very end. All right, so we'll let it go. But this is yeah. very interesting to me because yeah. we just talked about um, how it's always better to be uh, lucky than good. Mm. And see there, let's see, get a picture. Let me see. Let me get. Let me get. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Right? How long ago was this? This was five years ago. You have genes, right? Because you can't control it. So thanks, mom and dad. You have the genes where you don't <laughs> age a day. <laughs> you look Thank exactly. You. Actually, you look younger now than you did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind of you. You've been in California for too long. <laughs> but that constitutes a No, you know me. Compliment. It's about truth, man. You know, I, I would say, hey, you know, hey, that was five years ago, Sarah. You know, <laughs> cool, I love you. That's but, man, very kind. You've aged, you know, too much in the sun, drinking too much in the sun. You right, right. I would, I would say that. Really know me. But this is I the truth, it. man. And, and that's yeah. why I'm showing it. I, uh, pictures online. Look at that. Mm. Bam, bam. You look younger now than you did that. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Is it because you're working out better health habits than you had five years ago? Uh, you know, I will say, uh, I, I've always enjoyed, you know, staying active, but something about LA, it's not even necessarily, um, you know, the, the vanity that is sometimes associated with LA. It's just the California lifestyle. Um, you know, I live near mountains and I'm hiking and I'm outside more and I'm nice. swimming more and yeah. Well, back then you were in Chicago, place. right? Yes. Yeah. Got it. So, so you, you were know. inside for long periods of time. Exactly. Yeah. Drinking beer at baseball games and eating <laughs> Chicago dogs. And it's just a different, I love Chicago. It's my favorite place in the world, but it's a different lifestyle. 
Right. Um, but you had your own reality TV turn. Yes. Yes. And that's why this is one of the greatest, this is the greatest podcast because we're both winners. This was my <laughs> episode on Hot Bench. And I, and I must say, I got to get to that. Uh, this was me pre-pandemic 220. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's see if we can find um that's when they decided that, that I went and the other guy loses. And that's interesting what I say at the end. This is before George Floyd. Mm. Receiving some crazy messages. Mm-hmm. We should have been a little... Absolute nonsense. That's the guy's idea. They uh, decided on the side of justice and against uh, neo-Nazi racism. Saying that I'm a racist neo-Nazi is... <laughs> wow. Yeah, racist neo Nazis, and, and that's the way you fight. Um, you gotta keep fighting that fight. <clears throat> yeah, and I get to reality TV. Yes, and winning and, and get paid, right? <laughs> yeah, get paid, get paid. But the message was there that you have to be vigilant and keep fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Lynn Robinson is a sister in that fight with all mm-hmm. of us, mm-hmm. with all of us. And uh, you were telling me that there was something that was bothering you that you wanted to share with people? Okay, so a couple interesting um, COVID-related stories this week. One, uh, Phoenix Suns, who, another spoiler alert, are uh, leading right now. They are 6-0, and the only team to do so. Um, DeAndre Ayton missed his uh, COVID test and was benched. So I thought that was interesting. And then this is something that you brought to my – I don't think he should have been allowed to. Coach kind of gave him the pass and said, you know, that it happens. But what else is he doing trapped, you know, in a literal bubble? Now, Um, he's interesting because uh, as we do fundamental analysis, right, which is Mm -hmm. part – you look at corporate governance, and he cheated in college. He got illegal payments when he was in college. I didn't know that. So when you look at mental health, you look at deviant mm-hmm. behavior, and uh, tenant of the podcast is that 95% of people, I'm going to ask you this, because you know people, 95% of people can't change, right? Uh, and change is hard work. And we saw how Jameis Winston, right, who uh, was accused of raping a girl in college, uh, he stole, he was a shoplifter. That's translated into he threw 30 interceptions last year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He lost his job because he doesn't have impulse control. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, is DeAndre Eaton a guy that when we're betting on games, we have to look at because his deviant behavior in college, now you have where he misses a COVID tests and we know how important that is we're in the middle of a pandemic it's not like he didn't know and it's one of the things that's rocking the world Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that sir you know i wouldn't i don't know that i would term that deviant behavior okay that's just me but if you met college sarah she was very different (laughs) from this sarah and you might say she She didn't look different maybe she acted different thank you thank you she did act different (laughs) she sure did 
So you might term that deviant behavior. The, I don't feel that there's any excuse for missing, you know, the COVID test. He right. is putting everyone and his team at risk. And he, you know, he is a good player and he was benched. And luckily they didn't suffer a loss because of that, but they could have. He could also get someone else sick and in turn lose one of their games. So that's, I think it's a little reckless. It's a little selfish. I don't know that I would call that deviant. And I don't know that I would link that to his prior uh, infractions in college, but you're the one who's married to a therapist. Yeah, and I don't know either, but it's a pattern, right? We, we track sure. it because one of yeah. the most important things, the number two rule of, bet, of betting is do your research. Mm-hmm. And then the Hawthorne effect, where you track your behavior mm-hmm. and you track uh, the bad picks you made. And us as guys, we're supposed to be the providers. We're supposed to be, you know, the guy you go to, right? So it's embarrassing to us. It's humiliating to us when we're wrong. <laughs> but you have to process it to mm-hmm. be able to change. You have to deal with those feelings. And that's mm-hmm. what we talked about in the John Beethan podcast, that when you do... They say uh, a life unexamined is not worth living. When you do that examining, it's 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 rough, right? And you have to hold yourself accountable, and it's horrible feelings that you have to work through, and it's brutal, right? Because it's humiliating and embarrassing, and it really takes a lot out of you. But you did it too, right? Because, like you said, the the Sarah you know now isn't the Sarah from college. Because you mm-hmm. went through that process yourself. Sure. Growth and maturation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... We're all on a, on a journey. On a journey. <laughs> Especially on a journey. during the pandemic. We're all, I'm glad you're on this like journey with us. We're all doing our best. Yes, I am too. This is something you also brought to my attention, um, that Canada is cracking down on letting um, Americans in, which I actually completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to... <laughs> I wouldn't want us right now either. In the in the thing, because if, and I know living in Chicago, you've met a lot of Canadians. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had some insight from Jason from Toronto. Sure. Let me know your experience, but Canadians, in my experience, and I had them come to the restaurant a lot when I had them in Florida. Because they live, live, they're the most mild-mannered, kindest, nicest people. And Jason, who's in Toronto, said, and you can speak to this too because it's Chicago, that when you live in a cold weather place, you sometimes have to depend on your neighbors. So you're nice to them. You mm-hmm. give out a nice vibe because you might meet that person need to survive, you know, help you to survive later. So for them to beat up Americans and set cars on fires with license plates that are American is so out of character. Right? It just shows you uh, the extreme, right? How serious things are. And that kind of links into DeAndre Eight. Aiden, he did, he's mm-hmm. not getting how, how mm-hmm. uh, um, I was going to use a bad pun, but how uh, this pandemic can have some serious negative long-term effects. Yes, absolutely. I feel strongly that it, it can and will, um, but I also think that we could have gotten ahead of this if we had, you know, handled it properly on, uh, on the uh, when it first, uh, when it first started yes. taking effect. Yes. Uh, we don't yeah. talk about politics on, on this podcast, yes. but you're yeah, right. I'm sorry. That was, <laughs> that was okay. That but was you're right. You're hundred percent correct. Yeah. All right. In 
my defense, you did want to discuss the no, no, right. uh, Canada, you know. But yes. that's no, it's a joke. It's a joke. You're right. No, yeah. You own this. You can say whatever you want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but all right, we can we can roll that back and uh, and head back into um, basketball talk. Well, you were telling me another thing that was bothering you about uh, what was it? Uh, you heard some guy on the radio, whatever, some guy who thinks he knows how to bet, taking advantage of people that they don't have the percentages we have. Well, so yeah, you worked out what you call what the value equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you uh, have you a I'm going to pull out the, the old board so you can tell Okay. People. Pull out your, your whiteboard, Bill Nye. Beautiful. No, no one can see it all. You can see it? Okay. So the, yes. So the 207,000 just illuminate us as to, uh, as to what that number is. That's how much money we've won betting on football and college basketball and we ended up on a 46 and five run so that's where that comes from that's insane we're very fortunate lucky and good but what yeah. we want to make sure is that people don't take advantage of and that mm -hmm. and that was what was bothering you that kind of sparked the conversation today mm -hmm. yeah yeah it that is very is very interesting so psychological factors and functional factors against time and money right. equals value. 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 Yeah. Right. And I guess what what was the guy saying? Right. He was you was saying some whacked out stuff, and then you were like, "Well, that's not you know." He needs to listen to our podcast because we break it down from percentages, and then you kind of reflected back on all the money you've made since the bubble started. Yes. So what's our percentage? 73%. Right. So far, which I think is pretty high given that most, most I've seen are averaging 50, 60 max. Right. 73 right. is, is really good odds. Right. So 52.5% uh, is break even. Right. And then the charts, mm -hmm. the, the guys that are supposed to know everything, and they charge people thousands and thousands of dollars or 59%. Mm -hmm. Us, what are we, Sarah? We are 73%. And we're also, oh, excuse me, 70 to 80%. But specifically NBA, we're at 73%. Right, right. And we're also giving them away for free. Right. And the, and the reason you're so stuck on the 73% is because that's what we've made you personally. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Bidding on these true. games. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a great system. It's a great system. So you're just sitting at home watching games, making money, mm -hmm. watching sports. Yeah. And that's what our podcast is about. Yeah. So and what are, are the games? Do that tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we're exactly. That's what we're tomorrow? here for. Yes. Okay. Let's see. What are the games so we're we have? Just shoot it we out. Have, shoot the games you want me to pick, and I'll do it for you. All right. We have uh, Nets Magic. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting game mm -hmm. because the Nets are already in the playoffs, and they have mm -hmm. to rest. But their whole team is 100% garbage. 
but they work hard. Mm-hmm. And they're playing the magic coming off a, a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're not going to make the playoffs, uh, but they, they have, they're playing with a lot of spirit, and they're playing just to play because they love the game. So look for the magic to blow them out, right? Okay. Uh, so it's magic minus six. Look for the magic to blow out the New Jersey Nets. And we're going to track them moving forward. We're at 73%, man, which is a lot mm-hmm. of money and for the people. So right. to put it in perspective, bring out the little whiteboard, Sarah, how many do? Um, $1,000 a game mm-hmm. equals $19,300 in profit. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're not, you know. Sarah doesn't want to tell the IRS, but that's how much money we're making here. We're giving it away for free. You don't have to give $3,600 to Action Sports. Right. You can just get on our Twitter page, and we'll give you the live spreadsheet. Right. Or um, you can contact us at 858-863-6501 and leave a voicemail or a text. And we'll be more than happy to give you the information you need. And even more, you can listen to all the past podcast in detail i think the past podcasts are sometimes more valuable than the present ones because you're not worried about the outcome you're just you're listening to the wise mm-hmm. sure yeah um i have a question sure i don't know if this uh if this would be helpful to them at all because you know we're in our our bubble here but do you think there's any such thing as uh home team advantage for magic not at all. Not no. at all. No. Because most of the guys live in other places in the off season. Yeah. And uh, th- there used to be an advantage of sleeping in your own bed. Right. And they're sleeping in the hotel. Yeah. And then now the guys have been there for a month. So everybody's there yeah. for a month. Where yeah. there is an advantage that we look at. And that's why um, I'm so happy Sarah's going to be because she's so insightful as far as marketing is concerned. <laughs> and uh, the, the NBA started in Madison Avenue with mm-hmm. Madison Avenue executive David Stern, mm-hmm. who rigged the games for marketing reasons. So you get information here, you don't get anywhere else. That's why we're here. And he begat a business son by the name of Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. So for marketing reasons, you would have uh, a team like the Lakers play one game and rest three nights. So I'll give you this question, right? And, and we'll actually have you pick a game. So the Lakers get three nights of rest, right? And they're playing the Sacramento Kings, and they've played mm-hmm. four games in a row. Right. <laughs> Who's going to win? Lakers. Exactly. That would be my uneducated opinion. But that it, would Yes, be you're very guess. educated because you have marketing, right? Because the Lakers have a bigger market. We're in L.A. Right. You have a bigger market for marketing reasons. Now, you can have a, a team like the Magic and have Shaq, who's a marketable mm-hmm. player, and mm-hmm. then Sarah uh, factors that in and predicts mm-hmm. the outcome of the game. Right. In any other sport, the NBA is the one where you can use marketing to mm-hmm. predict the outcome. And it's obvious, but common sense is not so common. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah and I have it, and, we'll, and that's why we're monetizing. Not just having philosophies, right. whatever, we're monetizing. I like putting money. Though. Yeah, that's a functional yeah. factor right there in the equation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we have uh, Rocket Spurs. Uh, that's this is going to be an awesome game. Uh, now, six degrees of separation. Uh, the NBA podcast before we had Coach Suttle, who was James Harden's coach. Mm -hmm. He gives insight to James Harden, and uh, Sarah is going to interview James Harden when uh, Coach gets James Harden on the podcast, and Sarah will interview James Harden, the greatest basketball player in the league right now, surefire. Hall of Famer. Hmm. So, number one rule of betting is do not bet your own team. So, since we're going to interview James Harden, our opinion is biased. So, we use decision science, right? Well, you do not let your emotions rule your thought process. This is a business decision. So, the same thing, same way you bet on stocks is the same way you bet on games. So the same way you make a business decision, same decision process using probability theory that you make, uh, that you use in business, it's the same way you use in deciding on a wager. So I have to look at my emotions because I want James Harden to do well. Sure. And I'm excited when Sarah's going to interview him, I'm going to have on the podcast. But looking at it pragmatically, uh, the Spurs, and this is another issue where Las Vegas has taken advantage of people who do not do their research, who are not listening to Sarah and I on the podcast, because the Spurs have a guy that I'm sure Sarah's heard of by the name of Greg Popovich, mm -hmm. right? He's a great coach. Mm -hmm. However, Vegas has priced the Spurs to lose every game. Why is that? They're taking advantage of the Robin Hood crowd, right? Okay. Barstool Sports, who works for Penn National, which is the casino. Mm -hmm. See, Sarah and I are on the other side. We're on the side of the people. <laughs> We're not on the side of the corporate conglomerates, right? And I digress. We don't talk about politics, but greedy corporate conglomerates <laughs> that uh, take advantage of poor middle-class people. We don't like, but uh, we see their greed and we use it to our advantage, right? So mm -hmm. Vegas knows that the Robin Hood crowd, the people in the Robin Hood crowd were uh, former sports bettors or whatever, that during the pandemic, since there wasn't any sports, they took all their money to Robin Hood and started betting on stocks instead of games. Now they've taken all their money out. And these people, what they do is they only bet on favorites and for the games to go over. So Vegas knows this, and they've put Popovich to lose every game. And what Popovich does, he makes his money. So mm -hmm. he's been able to cover the spread four out of five times for us, which is what? 75%, break even 52.5%. So the fact that we researched the game and we know how good of a coach Popovich is, right? Um. You're going to bet on him again today. So it's going to be your San Antonio Spurs plus five. So plus five means that the Rockets have to beat our guy, Greg Popovich, mm -hmm. by more than five points. And we bet for 
Mr. Popovich, right? Uh, I think I, I'm wrong. Yes, he's five out of six. He's won five out of six games for us. Okay. So this brings us to the theory, not the theory, it's the practice of arbitrage, mm-hmm. right? And I was going to get the book because the Fenner book isn't too far away from me. But um, actually, I'll get it because it's only going to take a second. Security's license, right? Because uh, as a successful minority, you always have to have the law books around you. So when you get uh, raided, <laughs> <laughs> you have the law books ready. You're getting your very case there. political for a non-political <laughs> Exactly. We don't talk about politics here on the, on the podcast, sir. <laughs> but, but when the racist white people come to, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's real. The struggle is real, Sarah. <laughs> so, quickly, Sarah has to take care of her dogs now. <laughs> you can mess with Sarah, but you can't mess with her dogs. It's arbitrage. That's true. So mm-hmm. arbitrage is the simultaneous purchase and sale of the same or related securities to take advantage of a market inefficiency. Mm-hmm. So that means is that you bet 10 games. We're betting all the games tomorrow because uh, we're not Nostradamus. We don't play on the teams. We're not that coaches. So we're learning how to make business decisions without having all the information. Why? Right? because the rich white people hoard information and don't give it to the middle class and the poor. That's why you have income inequality and financial literacy. But we don't talk about politics here on the podcast. Right, right. (laughs) We're talking about sports. But it's arbitrage. So it's arbitrage, right? So the point I wanted to make was that Popovich has won five out of six games for us, right? So we don't care if he win or loses tomorrow because we don't have all the information. But we do know we're getting five points and we're going to bet on him. And we're going to enjoy the game, right? Back to the value equation. Psychological fact. We're going to have fun enjoying it. Win or lose, we're going to enjoy the game because we already have profit built in. He's already won us five out of six times, which is way over 52%. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the basic underlying philosophy of the podcast. Right. Um, all right, so let's run it back. We have the Spurs 6-0 and and 76ers. Wow. You're, we we got to go with your Phoenix Suns. We're going to go with Sarah Lynn Robinson's hot Phoenix I think Suns. so. I have no ties to, to right. Phoenix. I just cannot believe what a hot streak they're on. No, and, his, and people should look at uh, the story of Monty Williams. Monty Williams is a great – uh, it's a sad story. He was very, very dedicated to his wife. His wife died uh, young. So uh-huh. now, now he's married to the game of basketball. And what a phenomenal mm-hmm. coaching job he's done. He's mm-hmm. done something out of nothing. And it's similar to the Sarah Lynn Robinson podcast. A million girls would kill for this career. <laughs> All Monty Williams does is win, right? And he comes back from adversity. And he doesn't make excuses that he didn't have all the great players in the world. Um, and it's a great place for a guy like uh, DeAndre Eaton to be, even though DeAndre Eaton is such a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Monty Williams will be able to mitigate that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go Sarah Lynn Robinson's Phoenix right. Suns. And my we're guy, going Gordon. for 7-0. Okay. Yeah, but for us, it's points. And uh, Philadelphia is missing a lot of guys. 
mm-hmm. they want to rest for the playoffs. The Suns are still trying to make the playoffs. Uh, so we're getting 7.5 points. So we're going to buy that half a point. And whenever there's a hanging thing, it's because Las Vegas is trying to take advantage of you. So you mm-hmm. buy it to take it off. So we're going to go. Sarah Lynn Robinson's Phoenix Suns. Great. All right. Plus, and then we got. Minus seven. So they have to be in by more than seven points. Okay. Minus seven. Right. Um, so then we got Celtics Grizzlies. The Grizzlies got off the mat. They got Jay Morat, very exciting young kid, just very mm-hmm. electric. Uh, his athletic ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Celtics got a great coach in Brad Stevens, but they're the playoffs start like Sunday, Monday, um, and they just want to get sharp for them. And there's a game here with the Grizzlies have more of an incentive, and again, right. Las Vegas taking advantage of people, right? People, they get that lie that Vegas wants betting on both sides. No, they want you to bet the wrong team. And then the Celtics are a public team, uh, mm-hmm. iconic team. So people who don't know anything about basketball just bet the Celtics. That's why they're sure. favored by five points. So us, to get the high percentages and make Sarah, get Sarah up to $20,000 since the bubble started, we're going to mm-hmm. go with your Memphis Grizzlies plus five. Great. All right. Memphis Grizzlies plus five. Okay. So then we have Trailblazers Mavericks, which uh, has my favorite um, player in the league right now, Luka Doncic. Wow, man. Is he awesome? He is an incredible talent. Yes. I saw that move he made the other day where he just shook the whole team. Yeah. He was going against me. He's, he's awesome, and Porzingis is good, too. He's lights out mm-hmm. shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing the trail gangsters. And Damian Lillard, um, mm-hmm. did you see the feud that he got on Twitter? If not, I'll send it to you on Twitter. And it's Sarah Lynn Robinson at Twitter. And he got in a Twitter fight with uh, Paul George. I great. did not see that. He gave him a great report. Uh because he uh, did the whole buy thing last year when he had the shot. He had, like, mm-hmm. 50 points. And Paul George was like, bye, bye, bye. You guys are out of the playoffs. And then uh, Damian Litter went on a rant, and it was hilarious, saying, oh, you go from team to team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have no loyalty. At least I have loyalty, and I stay with my team. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go with Damian Litter and the Trail Gangsters. Okay. To be um, Sarah, uh, Sarah Robinson's guy, Luca. Hmm. Now, when we're we saying uh, Sarah Ben Robinson's basketball knowledge, I know it's coming out. It's coming out a little bit. I have my my faves. But the only reason they're beating him is because uh, Luca has to rest. Now, Luca next week, watch out. He but uh, yeah. Yeah, the gangsters need more of an incentive. Yeah. So we're going to go with the gangsters tomorrow. Okay. All right, trail gangsters. So then we have Pelicans-Kings. It's an interesting game between uh, Luke Walton, who's the coach of the Sacramento Kings, (laughs) and the Pelicans, right? Uh, They have Zion, who's always hurt. Mm-hmm. They really lacked a lot of energy. 
Uh, I think the Kings have more energy than, de- than they do. And uh, the Kings have my favorite player. Let me make sure I get his name right. Uh, uh, Bija. B-J-E-L-I-C-K. And he's kind of like Porzingis. Um, 30 years, more than that. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, when I, actually I'm getting old. It was like 40 years ago. Uh, I remember watching um, the old Yugoslavian team play the Russians. And the Yugoslavians, man, they came out and they were just drilling shots, right? So you yeah. look at Luka, yeah. look at Porzingis. And BJ is the same way. He comes out. He's a 6'11 guy. And, man, he's lights out. He's wonderful to watch. So I have to watch my emotions, right? And I want him to win. Is he going to cloud my judgment making a business decision? So I have to to mitigate that. But uh, looking at it pragmatically, the Kings just have just a tiny bit more energy. So we're going to go. You're Sacramento Kings to beat Zion. Again, I got to watch my emotions because I I, I shouldn't use the word hate because I really don't hate anyone. But I strongly dislike the the ball family and lots of ball. And they play for the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. So I got to mitigate that as well. Yeah. But taking my emotion and my preferences and my conscious and unconscious biases out of it, uh, we got to go with your Sacramento Kings and Luke Walton. Okay. And to get conspiratorial on you, uh, the coach of the Pelicans is friends with uh, Luke Walton. And Luke Walton might be fired and lose a job worth millions and millions of dollars. So he might do his friend a solid mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, tamper his guys down so Luke can keep his job. Yeah. Okay. When right. there's millions of dollars on the line, you have to, you have to look at that. Right, right, right. Um, okay, in our final game, we have Bucks-Wizards. Man, the Wizards are really bad off. Yeah. And the Bucks are resting for the playoffs. Yeah. So it's one of those things are the Bucks uh, going to kind of go at it kind of hard because it is Tuesday, playoffs start next week. So you have to look at when was the last time the Bucks played? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it was Saturday, I believe, last time they played. Mm-hmm. And they lost to Sarah Lynn Robinson's favorite player, Luca. <laughs> so they're going to win this time. And let's look at the line. The Wizards have not won a game yet. No. Correct. The only team that has not won a game yet. Yeah. And, they, and they've literally horrible. It hasn't even been close. Yeah. So coming off a loss, you're mm-hmm. going to buy that point because it's 7.5, so you buy the half point mm-hmm. and make it uh, your Milwaukee Bucks in right. uh, the Greek Freak Giannis. Uh, get them minus seven points. Mm-hmm. Man, that looks like a profitable day. It really yeah. does. Yeah. A lot of good talent. And then one a little nugget to give is that, and it's in the top 10 rules of betting, is that parlays are for suckers. So, <laughs> yeah. So some people feel, oh, man, those seven games look great. I'm going to bet them all. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get them all right, I lose. No. You use arbitrage straight out of the book, right? Uh, they're, they're all basketball teams. They're all pretty much coached the same way. 
constructed the same way. The differences are minimal, and none of us are Nostradamus or know anything or play on the teams. We're making decisions without having all the information. So you do not parlay, right? And that ties into probability theory. That's exactly what probability theory is and how you apply probability theory to make business decisions and make Sarah Lynn Robinson money watching sports, chilling at the house during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> during the pandemic, what else is there to do? Right. All right. So final words, Sarah. Final word. Ah, oh, this was great. I'm feeling uh, even more confident in our picks this week, I think, than I did last week. And we got all six last week. We did. Yeah. Man, there's, something, there's some magic going on between Monday night and then Tuesday yeah. getting all the games right. Yeah, yeah. There's something's good. Something good is happening. So, no, uh, totally. Awesome, awesome. So we always close with, and uh, the more I get to know Sarah, the more she's in alignment. Every single person in this podcast is in alignment with this. And we, again, right, we, we just don't talk the talk. We walk the walk. And Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. And I'm talking to a dog foster mom, people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the ESPC. I'm running a little bit of a harem over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast network. I'm the best.